0: Welcome to the Popcorn for One fortnightly podcast. Grab your popcorn and make sure you're sitting comfortably. Popcorn for One is about to review some classic and not so classic films for you all to enjoy. It may even want to make you watch these films yourself. Wednesday the 7th of July, welcome to Popcorn for One, I hope you've all had a fantastic fortnight and you've all been watching England and you've all been watching the tennis and that you've all been getting vaccinated and that you're all just having fun when it's trying to be sunny, I mean it's drizzling right now, I know it's Monday but... Hopefully by Wednesday the sun might have come out a bit So then Wembley's nice and bathing in sunshine um, We've got a few bits to get through today We've got the news to discuss We've then got the run-through as to what's happened in the last fortnight We've then got um, a discussion about what you've all been watching at home and at the cinema And then we've got our big review of the fortnight So I think we should all just get on with it, don't you? Let's just spot on Who would like to talk about the news? I think I would. Um, So the news, as I've said last time, is now going to be some bigger things and mainly trailers. So let's start with the trailers, shall we? Um, We had quite a few kids' films this fortnight um, which have come out um, for the trailers. Uh, Boss Baby 2, Family Business, I've never seen any of them. I'm sorry, I can't help you with what happens in that other than I know that Alec Baldwin's in it. And it was up for an Oscar. So that's that um was a trailer for Sing two uh which looks interesting i have seen the first one that was all right and um, it'd be interesting to see where they get from there i remember kids film that really made me actually laugh is cliff of the big red dog not for the fact that there's actually a huge giant big red dog running through new york and up these kids and I'm like oh it's about that jack whitehall's putting on an american accent <laughs> i love jack whitehall jack whitehall's been amazing for years upon years and some years in all these films and good for him but he's putting on American accent it's very weird <laughs> but it's good Um there was the um Suicide Squad new trailer which were cast actually leaked because they're villains so that was very clever marketing that was very good Um there was a trailer for Annette which has got Adam Driver in um but um, is only going to be available on Prime, not in Cinema, which is a bit of a shame. It's been like, oh, okay. Darn it. I haven't got Prime. Um, Green Knight, um, a breakdown as to The Legend. That was a trailer for it. And that was quite interesting. To, to give you a bit of a backstory for it. The problem is, it's come out a little bit too early. Better should have come out nearer to when the film comes out. So then you could be more used to it and be like, oh, okay, that's the trailer. And now we're going into the film. Hopefully, we'll show it at cinemas because then that'll be good. Um, But the one I really want to see out of all of the trailers that have happened in the last month is actually... Well, the last two weeks is Beckett with John David Washington and Leisha Ficanda. That looks really freaky and really cool. And it's going to be on Netflix. And that looks so, so, so good. Um, The big um, news this week, um, other than trailers... Is that um, loads of films have started production or are about to end production this week? So there's obviously Indiana Jones has gone into production um, and then it stopped because he's hurt his foot. God bless Harrison Ford. Um, we've got Black Adam and Fantastic Beasts that are both wrapping up this week. Um, and Aquaman 2, Knives Out 2, or whatever it's going to be called, um, which is also added, um, even uh, Hawk to it um and john wick four all started production in the last two weeks so that all looks very good and very exciting so there is a lot of new film stuff coming out there's a lot more dates being confirmed as to when things are going to be in the cinema when things are going to hit so that is all looking rather promising and is good for the year ahead yes cinema yes to film good trailers good film starting again it's all going to be coming back yes Time for the run through of this fortnight's films. Um, Hopefully, this isn't going to take too long. I'm going to try and keep it to a minute per film, but that will be at least 15 minutes because there's 15 films here. So I will just fire uh, away, shall I? Yeah, it's a lot of films in a fortnight. And I just haven't even gone to the cinema that much. Um, So we're going to start off with a while. That's going to happen quite quickly. Um, I saw Free Fire. Um, If you didn't listen to my first podcast, while I was chatting a bit more about films... And how this sort all of going to work out. I talk quite a bit about that and the fact that it's a local film and it's a 1970 shoot 'em up, and Killian Murphy's just amazing in it. So, yeah, that's very fun. See, that I stand quickly, it's not even a minute yet on the timer. This is fantastic. Um, then I went to my parents because it's better to watch football when there's more people around, it adds a bit more drama to it, and my TV hasn't got HD unless I want to be like a minute and a half behind so that's not happening so while I was there I did something I've really missed doing and just flipped through the channels on Sky Cinema just to see what was on and could have on in the background because The problem with not having that system here is that uh, I actually have to pick a film and watch it I mean there's no problem with that but you can't just have it on as background noise really which I feel is a bit of a pain because you don't just want to stumble across something so um, I watched Oceans Thirteen. Um, lots of it's better than Oceans Twelve. Oceans Twelve, Oceans, and people do say actually it's a bit of a why are we doing this? It's not as good. Everyone knows what is going to be happening throughout, but I really enjoy it. I just think it's such a fun film, and the three main guys are absolutely amazing, and the double crossing and it's it, it's it's not so much for anyone. It's just as long as he loses, and it's really good, and it stands the test time, and it's still super cool. Um, the next film um is one of my only two cinema trips in the last fortnight. I'm so sorry. Football and tennis and life has gotten away, but I've still watched more films than usual, which is a bit weird. Um the next film is Supernova, which I'm not gonna talk about. It's my big review of a fortnight, so we will get to that then. We can then move on to my next trip to my next and last trip to the cinema for a fortnight, which was to go and see F9, Fast and Furious Nine, which was out of this world, if you get me, it was crazy, it was a mess, it was fun. Helen Mirren steals the show and there was there's brilliant stunts in it and some of the set pieces are so good. Um, but it's been so long trying to prove the facts and the figures and the science throughout the film. And then in an instant... That's completely fine out the window and just sit around and like you spent the entire film telling me, ah, oh, this is the case and that's the case. I and mean, then you're now sitting there like, no, 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 not believing in that anymore. We're just doing what we want. I mean it's fast and furious so anything does go. So now that's that was I enjoy I came out and I smiled and I laughed and I had a good time and it was a lot of people on the cinema. It wasn't as many as four Supernova. Supernova um was basically completely sold out. Um fast and furious nine nearly was. Um, so that that was very good fun Um, then I watched the first part of Breaking Dawn from the Twilight Saga as I've been saying over the last couple of podcasts that I've been trying to watch them all Um, so it was time to watch that Um, that wedding oh Charlie, oh I love Charlie Charlie is a proper film dad he really is Um, and so the wedding was nice and the friends were nice and then It got going, and it was more about all the relationships and how they all twist and go into each other and do that. Less staring, thank God. Um, And then she's having this baby, and she has this baby, and the baby is half human, half vampire. She dies and is therefore then turned into a vampire. And then um, Jacob imprints on the baby. So it basically means that the war between the wolves and the Cullens... The vampires is over. Um, they're married. All the cuns are happy. The wolves have got someone to protect, but can protect the area. But know about no, no harm is going to come to this baby on either side because no one wants to do that. Bella's turning back alive. What the hell is going to happen in the next one? And I was listening again, like, so we've got one more part to go. Everything's been resolved. Thank God for the mid-credit scene with Michael Sheen being a bit narky in it. So but i enjoyed that one it's not the best eclipse is still the best so far so yeah no that is good um then i watched a film that's been on my watch list for a little while um it's called mute it's a kind of sequel to moon but it's not um it's a duncan jones film and when sam bell turns up i did go, oh my god oh my god um, it takes a little bit of time to get used to what's going on because it's set in the future and it's a bit twisty and it's a bit noir and it's just a bit, ooh, okay, what's going on here, what's going on there? Um, but once you get into it and you work out exactly what's going on how they're all linked, you sit around right that ah, so how is this all going to actually come together at the end? And then literally about 30 minutes before the end, it all just clicks into place and you just sort of think, ooh, Oh, this is gonna be a good 25 minutes before we sum it all up. Yes, 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 yes. It's not moon. No, it's there's only, in my opinion, three films in the world that are better than Moon. So it was never gonna be perfect. Um, but it was absolutely outstanding and I did really enjoy it. and um, there was a few things which at the time, if I'd have watched it, probably when it came out, I would have gone, oh yeah, yeah, that makes sense, that's good. Um, but Now with some of the casting and some of the ways some of these actors since then and things that have happened have happened to them, you sit there and you're watching and you think, oh, so you were casting that role because they thought you might be good at that and now actually, yeah, Um, Innocent Till Proven Guilty is sometimes used quite a bit, but there's a few circumstances for that. So I enjoyed Mute. It's not going to be for everyone, but it will be for some of you. Um, If you've watched Moon and other Duncan Jones films, definitely give it a go. Um, One of my friends on Zoom recommended I watch Captain Phillips after she watched it once it had gone on to Netflix in the last couple of weeks. And I said, oh, it's always been on my watch list. And I literally got an email yesterday to say I should watch it. So my first opportunity to watch it was last Monday. And then I didn't watch it last Monday because Andy Murray went on for like four hours playing tennis. So I watched it on the Tuesday, and it was amazing. And I sat on the edge of my seat, and it was so tense. And it shows... Desperation and people's thoughts, and how things happen, and how people survive this kind of things, and what people are willing to do to get what they want. Um, and it also at the end of the PTSD and the shock is quite like, oh, okay, all right, it's just so cleverly orchestrated and it's properly good, and it's Hank's on fire, and everyone else is just on that ride away wave, which is <laughs> i realize the irony in that um but they do they just ride with them and they just go and they up their game and hank's up this game and it's just it soars and it's good and you should all watch it thanks jess um and then i have no idea why i watched this i think i was just doing a washing up and i was like oh let's just find something short and romantic on netflix and i just put that in and i just hit like this wasn't paying attention went click 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 on ah oh, i've got 50 shades of gray was that as shit as i remember i'm sorry i was gonna have to put this as explicit now on my finger and i i'm so sorry um yeah um it was <laughs> it was atrocious 50 shades of gray is still atrocious not even jamie Dornan taking his top off and walking around with his arms on show is any good and the acting's atrocious and Rita or is not very good in it and no one's very good in it and it's just desperation and it's not sexy, it's not romantic, and you just sit around right and it and you're just go, oh, Okay. So yeah it's not good don't watch Fifty Shades of Grey I don't know why I did it and when I got about half an hour through it I'm like why am I watching this why why did I put this on And I can't answer that but I couldn't stop and when it finished I was like, fact it rains from my memory again please it was that bad that's probably why I watched it because I'm probably like nah that couldn't have been my atrocious but then we'll move on to something much better than that we will move on to Black Panther I wanted something nice and easy but something gritty and the way I've set out my films I keep forgetting that I've got Bond, Marvel and Star Wars to watch because they're on their own separate little collections on a different shelf because they're complete and I was just like, oh no, let's watch Marvel film. it's been a while since we've done that so I thought I'd watch Black Panther and it still holds, it's still stunning, it's still got brilliant life lessons and it's just it's just brilliant it's for probably what i did i think you don't i don't you don't cry black panther but when he turns up and he's busy talking about being a king and how he wants the world to change and how he wants to do people he's just listening and listening. oh god bless you chadwick you ledge oh such a shame and you watch it and you see certain things and how he's holding himself and the way he's doing things and just me Yeah, poor guy. Bless him. No, Black Panther's still epic. It's still wonderful. And it's still always worth a watch. Um, Then I watched The Equalizer with Denzel. Uh, It was on film four. It was about 20 minutes in when I found it. So I didn't watch all of it, but I saw the majority of it. He's just like telling Chloe Grace Moretz that she needs to look after herself before when she ends up in the hospital. I love that hardware store fight at the end. That's wonderful it's just all the stuff in home base, in the equivalent of home base and being cute just going everywhere it's good i enjoy that and denzel's just being denzel you just sort of think yeah yeah that's cool that's very good that's very 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 good um but it's not as good as the next thing i watch which you should all be able to access and i'm not saying you should watch it now but you should watch it at some point within the next 18 months or maybe like four and five years time if it's still on there um go on iPlayer and type in together it's Sharon Horan I can never pronounce that surname I'm so sorry I am guessing it's Horan Horan um and James McAvoy actual James McAvoy um living as a couple with their son on the first day of lockdown and then it goes through their life in lockdown and how different things change. And there's certain little Easter eggs that are hidden about everywhere, like they send by toilet roll or uh they've taken up the gardening, they've done this, and they're talking about the furlough, but there are some proper moments of actual heartbreak, especially when they're talking about care homes and family members and just trying to carry on as normal. And then there's a bit where uh, because they're talking to the camera, they're breaking the fourth wall. are talking to the camera like it's a documentary thing while, while living their normal lives at the same time. Um, and there's a bit where they talk about the government and it's properly like, okay, yeah, the government aren't going to enjoy watching this, they're going to hate it. So it's worth a watch. It probably is worth a watch in about three years' time so that you can appreciate what you all lived through, through the plague and why... You know, I've started doing a podcast and things like that. Maybe I'll mention that. I'll set a reminder for three years' time to tell you all to watch together if I'm still here doing podcasts, okay? Happy? Hopefully it's still on iPad too. By then, they'd all run BAFTAs for it and, you have all watched it anyhow. So Um, then on Saturday, I needed a come down after watching that England game and thinking, that's a bit easy. What's going on there? That was meant to be hard. This isn't, this isn't right. Um, so, my come down from that was to watch Kill Bill Volume 2. <laughs> I know. Um, a couple of months ago, I did watch Kill Bill Volume 1, which I said she was epic, and Kill Bill Volume 2 is good. Probably should have watched them back to back again. Um, but didn't. it's still really good. Um, I love Pai Mei. Pai May has got to be one of the greatest mentors in cinema history. He's really cool. He's really good. And... Uh, Getting out of the wood is amazing, Um, the story about the snake and then the all of those metaphors in the house and it's, it's so, there's less blood and guts and gore in this one but it's more of the actual story and as to why it is the case, it fills in all the gaps from the first one that you were sitting there going, hang on, why don't we know about this, why don't we know about that, Um, so yeah. Again, it's not going to be for everyone because it's an 18. Um, yeah, this is this is definitely not going to be a family-friendly podcast. I will put that at the start because um, the films I'm talking about. Uh, so, yeah, watch it. You're If you're all old enough, which you probably all are if you listen to this, watch it. Um, I've been finished Twilight. I watched Breaking Dawn Part 2 yesterday, in my terms, in your terms on Sunday. Um, so... More Sheen, not enough of Sheen, but more Sheen. Um I like the fact they randomly went and picked people up to be their witnesses for the child. That made sense. Uh the child's rapid growth, a bit awkward. Uh didn't learn, didn't do that much as a vampire. Um and the last battle uh spoilers if you've not seen it because i haven't seen it and i was completely let down so this is your like five second warning about voy in twilight please dismute this in five four three two one the last battle a bloody dream oh oh god oh well not a dream a memory um no, I was such a cop-out, and it was just, no, 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 no. Didn't want that, because you was properly invested in it. And then it's just the fact that it all happened on Boxing Day, which is the day after Christmas if you're not from the UK. Um But, oh, nah, nah, let itself down. I'm pretty sure, I'm guessing the book ends the same way, I'm hoping, because if it doesn't, then maybe I do need to read the books. Um But, yeah. It let itself down hugely. Um, not hugely enough that it was atrocious or worst film out of the series. It was still better than the first two put together. Um, but it was a shame. It was a shame. But It's done. I've done them all. I'm glad I did them all. And I'm glad I did them all so quickly so that I didn't forget stuff about I did that. did fact, Charlie's the star. Um, glad that we still didn't have... Fr- um jake and being a third w- will and now it's basically a love daughter it's it was all right probably if it if i ever get like sky and it's running on telly i might put it on but it's not something that i'm gonna hunt out to look for all of them maybe eclipse eclipse was the best um so yeah that's what happened there um then i watched um cinderella from 1950 that was something i forgot to tell you about in the trailers oh i'm such an idiot that's why i watched it i watched the animated version of cinderella because the new cinderella short trailer with billy porter and camille cabello came out and that looks fabulous that's on prime that's probably why because i probably removed it from my memory um so yeah i watched that it's not Cinderella, it's mice. It's basically a story about the mice and Cinderella just happens to be living in a world. I know the mice help Cinderella in all their forms, but still, it's about the mice. Uh, the godmother, um, she, I know this, this is back with all films, but the magic shouldn't wear off at midnight. Why is she only given her three hours to go, to go to a ball, seduce the prince and get back? Yeah. Plot holes this is the thing when you watch our films you watch it and you all think, oh yeah oh, it's so sweet I and you just find all these plot holes in it it kind of ruins it for you so maybe i need to stop taking them so seriously i can't do that that's impossible um so that was cinderella and then i went to turn my telly off and just thought oh just have a flick see what's on That was the last hour of 2018 version of robin hood I am the only person in the world that likes this film. I think it's pretty obvious why I like this film. It's got Ben being moody in it in a long coat, being evil, with that horrible little guy. And he wants to kill everyone. And Ben Mendelsohn is the best when he wants to kill everyone. So, happy days. It's also got Tim... Well, it's got Taryn Edgerton and Jamie Dornan and Jamie Fox. and it's all cool and it's like yeah 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 we're gonna be this we're gonna be that it's got a couple of guys from peaky blinders in it and it's all cool and suave and sophisticated and then the attack happens to be Tim Minchin and whenever I see that Tim Minchin's the voice of it or I see him in it the first things that pop into my head are you don't eat pigs and we don't eat pigs it seems it's been that way forever So if you don't eat pigs, and we don't eat pigs, why not not eat pigs together? Rock. I can't take it seriously. I try so hard when Tim Minchin appears to just not think of that. But that's just defaulted into my brain after years of watching him do comedy um, and loving him. So when he's a serious actor, you sit there and go, ah, Tim Minchin. By the time you've got that through your head like three times, you're like, okay, I can cope with this now. It's a good film. It's a shame that it does set it up for a sequel, which we're never going to get. Should have just ended with Ben hanging off the ceiling. Again, this is not going to be for kids, this podcast, is it? Oh, God, no. Um, but it's good. I enjoy it. The rest of the world don't. So I feel sorry for the rest of the world because I love it. And apparently, you all love it too, or some people love it because it's like the second most a blog on my uh, website, which is a bit like, okay fine um so that is what i've watched in the last two weeks um i know that next time we chat there will be at least three trips to the cinema um to chat about because they are booked up now um so probably more like that there might be less overall um i'm not sure um because most of the next weekend i'm not actually here because of everything that's going on in the world of sports so that's what's going on oh if i did that in 20 minutes that's all right i probably waffled on a bit too much about twilight and i apologize for swearing <laughs> um so yeah that is the run through for the last two weeks of what i've watched 15 films in all lots of fun so what have you all been watching Let's start with the home chart, um, which obviously is taken from the 30th of June. Um, obviously, there will be one out today. Um, what I'm quite shocked at is that, um, because it's free on Disney Plus, Luca isn't actually included on this list, despite the fact that the entire world has been watching Luca, it's not on this list, which is very weird. Um, So I'm guessing that once it's actually payable it will then suddenly appear on this list So that will be a little while off But let's go through what we've got on here So what you've all been watching at the moment is Godzilla vs Kong That is number 1 in the chart, so that's interesting Number 2 is Batman The Long Halloween Part 1 Number 3 is Zack Schneider's Justice League Four is Tom and Jerry, and five is the Hitman's Bodyguard. Uh, rounding off the rest of the top ten is A Wonder Woman 1984, A Quiet Place Part One, Raya and the Last Dragon, which obviously appears in both lists, Tenet at number nine, and Fast and Furious Hobbs and Shaw at number ten, obviously because everyone's busy catching up before. Fast and Furious 9. Um, other movers in the chart is that the Greatest Showman's let back up to number 14 after nearly dropping off. Deadpool has re-entered. Um, again, lots of Fast and Furious films in this, This Fast and Furious 8 and 7 are also in here. Uh, Harry Potter's still in here. Judas and the Black Messiah is in the top 10. Uh, you can also watch um, the whole Fast and Furious collection and Crimes of Grindelwald and The Lord of the Rings tri- trilogy. Sorry. I'm not sure why my mouth got confused then, but they have entered the top 40 as well. So that is what you've all been watching at home. What you've all been watching at the cinema is a different story. So, first weekend is the 18th to the 20th of June. And the top five for this weekend was The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard at number one, which took 2.2 million. Then it was Peter Rabbit, which took 1.5. And then it was In the Heights with 1.4, very similar to A Quiet Place at 1.4, and then Cruella with one. Um, Monster Hunter also entered into the top ten with 270,000. And In the Earth, the new horror film, took 80,000. Um, So yeah, you've all gone and seen the hitman's wife's bodyguard But not in your droves Not as many as probably they thought they would get Um, Also a bit shocked that In the Heights Didn't actually knock Peter Rabbit off second spot And only came in third Maybe Maybe people aren't willing to go and watch a musical. Maybe actually we're just waiting for theatres to come back. Um, I, I based on my review last time, I think you all should go and see Him The Hides um, more than you should go and see Hitman's Bodyguard. Um, But yeah, it's quite interesting to see how that week played out. There was another couple of new entries. Uh, there was a re-release of The uh, Wiccan Man. Um, there was a new entry for The Tale of the Fatherless Um, and The Reason I Jump uh, so that was all in there But overall there was 33 films out that week So it's interesting that some of them Have taken like 83 quid I And mean, some of them hit my bodyguard for some reason took two more and you're all obviously enjoying it Well you're enjoying it that week Because the following week it dropped off um, The 25th to the 27th of June There was only going to be one film That was going to be top of the box office And it was always going to destroy Every single bit of competition there was out there Because let's be honest it's the first Blo- it's the first proper blockbuster we've had and fast and furious 9 took 8.3 million that is a lot of money that is more than the rest of the top 10 combined <laughs> so that is saying a lot so the rest of the, so fast and furious was n- 9 was at number 1 number 2 was peter rabbit still with 1.1 million then it was in the heights with n- 900,000 a Quiet place with 8 Corella was in fifth with 6 100,000. Then it was a Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard, where obviously everyone saw it in that first week and just went, eh don't go. And that event dropped to 600,000. Then it was The Conjuring at 400,000. Then a Supernova at three hundred forty-one. And then Dogtanian and Three Hounds with 290,000. And then The Father. So that rounds off your top 10. Um, there wasn't much else out that week. A Space in Time came out. Um, the cherelle shakespeare production of romeo and juliet that was meant to be in cinema this time last year that was out but uh, obviously people didn't release films in that week because they all knew that everyone was going to go see fast and furious nine which is rightly so so that is what happened that week um obviously fast and furious nine is probably going to be number one when you're hearing this on wednesday um for next week because not much else has come out in the meantime uh but we all fully expect that's after that point, Black Widow will dominate for a couple of months because everyone will want to see it. Unless people willing to buy it on Disney Plus for 15 quid. Um, but, yeah, that is the chart, and that is very interesting to see. But Hitman's Bodyguard won the first week of last fortnight and then just disappeared. So, obviously, you all went and saw it, and then you didn't recommend it to anyone. So, that's interesting. But, yeah, first, so Kong versus Godzilla. Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard and Fast and Furious 9 have topped your charts for the last two weeks. Time for this fortnight's big review which is supernova. It is the Colin Firth Stanley Tucci road trip um, where Stanley Tucci's character um, is has got early onset um Alzheimer's and dementia and it's how that affects their journey and how it affects their relationship and the people they meet on the way so that is this week's film I haven't done Fast and Furious 9 because I've thought you've all seen it by now based on the figures I just told you about from the box office so that's why I haven't done that um I do need to give you a bit of a backstory about something first before we actually get onto this film so a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, uh, me and my best friend would randomly go to a cinema, probably about once every six weeks. And we would pick... We, when we got there, we would pick what we would watch. We wouldn't know what was on, and we would pick what we'd watch. And I would drive, and she would pay for the films, and I would claim I'd forgotten my student card, and they would let me in for the student price, and she'd do that. So that would be what we would do. Um And we did this for about eight months we did we did about six films and the reason why we did six films and not about four is because there was one week and i said can we go to the cinema this week she's like yeah why i was like there's a film i actually want to see would you come with me she's like yeah that's fine i'll do that i'm happy to do that and we went and we saw the king's speech and we laughed while we drove on the way there going people think this film is so good but they've given it a stand but they've applauded it and given it a stand ovation at the end of it and we both just were in the car laughing about like can it be that good is it that good at acting and that kind of stuff uh so we got to the cinema what we both paid well we paid for like five pound each to go and see it only (laughs) um and we went in, there wasn't any adverts before the film, the film literally started at about five minutes after the correct time and it was completely full. And it got to the end of the film and the credits started rolling and my friend just looked at me and I looked at her and went, did we get up and clap? And we got up and we started applauding and the room gave it a because we got up and started applauding and we both left the cinema and went back to possibly the, one of the greatest acting performances ever watching that film and watching Colin Firth, it's not anymore, (laughs) because you watch Supernova and you watch Stanley Tucci and you watch Colin Firth and it is both their best performances ever, what, what I've seen, and you sit there and you watch it and you're so entrusted into what they are doing and the way they bounce off each other and it is absolutely perfect it's not like they're trying to outact each other they are just genuinely acting their socks off through every single scene and it is so lovely and it's so beautiful and it's so heartbreaking but you sit there and you just think oh oh wow and it and you, you get emotional at the story but you get emotional at the fact that they are giving absolutely absolutely Everything to this film, and the bit there are bits where you do forget that it's a dementia film, um, but there are bits where it does just suddenly happen, and you do there are suddenly little bits, and you just think, ah. But it's so cleverly done. The way their relationship is on screen, it is like it's a couple that have been together for 30 years and they've suddenly realised, oh, we've got this obstacle now to deal with. And it really is a love story. It's so romantic and it is so sad. And it's just wonderful. I did cry twice. It wasn't full-on ugly crying like it was when I watched My Father. Um, it was more, I'm just sitting there and I can feel the tears coming out of my eyes and they're just going to drip down my face. I'm not going to sit there and go, no, no, no. But you just sit there and you just feel them running and you just think, yeah, this is lovely. This is amazing. This is beautiful. And especially at the two different dinners, the one with the party, which is in the trailer, and the one at the end when we get to the uh, B&B kind of place, they are so heartfelt and so perfect. And it is so lovely to watch. And you do just sit there and you, f- you feel like you're a part of that party and you feel every emotion with them. And it is wonderful. And it's just, it's one of those films that once you've seen it, but you, you think about those characters and the plot for a little while. And it's quite simple and it's quite like, oh, okay. So, and it just flows and you, you never feel like you've got to catch up on something. You always feel like you're a part of that story as well, especially when you know most of it's filmed in the UK and it's all quite idyllic and it's, some of the quirks are quite British and you just think, so thing, yeah, yeah, I understand that, I get that. And it just feels right. Um, there is a bit of learning as well. I, quite, I like films where you actually learn stuff I like the, the fact that they talk about um, the planets and uh, space and things like that is quite nice. Um, because obviously it's called Supernova, which obviously reflects in both. But yeah, I learned a bit about space. That was quite nice. And it's also a good way to show how it's declining, where he's busy asking him to look at things in the sky and point things out and do things. And then you can see that actually he can't remember this anymore or he can't remember that. So that's a good way to show how that is the case. Some of the scenery in it is beautiful in the daytime and the night, obviously. And it is really just heartwarming and lovely and it just felt complete and it was stunning and i'm so glad i saw it in advance i went to it was my first ever um unlimited screening which was quite nice um i hadn't been to one before so it was interesting to see how they'd done one of them uh but you see it in advance and it was completely sold out as well though everyone um sat in there either little groups or their one i mean it was two seats empty and then it was the next group or person so it was nice to see that many people in the cinema it's one of the most I've seen so far There was more people there than it was for Fast and Furious so probably by about only 10 but there was more people there it felt like it um but that was interesting that was a good way to do it one question Cineworld why if I'm at an advanced screening with my unlimited card do I need adverts for the unlimited card I've bought one I'm here I can't bring a friend. It's literally just you that can go. It's really odd that you're advertising, that you're preaching to the converted. It's a bit weird, don't you think? But I'm very glad that I went to see that in advance. Um, I've recommended it to lots of people since and two people have actually gone and seen it and then messaged me afterwards going, are like, you a drink at some point? Because that was an amazing film. So I'm very glad that because I saw it in advance that people have been gone and seen it at a different cinema or um, have caught up with it on demand and that they've enjoyed it so I'm very happy about that Um, but it is just a genuinely nice happy little film which at times just does break your heart and the friendships are all genuine and the chemistry between uh, Firth and Tucci is outstanding and you're just in safe hands and it just acts it sucks off there's no other way to describe it it's a proper acting masterclass. And that's why I am considering that at the moment for a film that could possibly be a Golden Buzzer film. Yeah. I've given you two well no, um a couple of cinema club reviews, three in total, and two of them have both been contenders for Golden Buzzer. That's saying a lot about how good these films are, what we've had to wait so long to see. So that is what I thought of Supernova. I hope you all track it down and find it. It's probably going to be harder now that Black that Widow's out because that's taken up most of the screens across the country. But when it comes out and it's on Sky Cinema, or on LTV, on Netflix, please hunt it down and have a look for it because you, you won't regret it. You will enjoy it and you will. You'll just want to give everyone a hug. I think that's the best way of saying it. It's a hug of care for you and for yourself and for your mind and for you to appreciate those that are around you so that is what I think of the film Supernova and that's that from Fortnite thank you all so much for listening as always it's always fantastic to hear from you all and hear your opinions on my podcast uh popcorn for one.co.uk and also on instagram and twitter popcorn underscore four underscore one uh next podcast will be available on the 21st of july which is in two weeks time um obviously you're all you're all right now either at black widow or you're watching england in the euros final so hopefully that's all gone well fingers crossed um but have a fantastic two weeks enjoy the sport enjoy the sun enjoy the fact that freedom day is going to be here by the time we next chat in theory i don't like the fact it's called freedom day but that's that anyhow this has been popcorn for one this has been your fortnightly film podcast look after yourselves take care speak to you soon bye